The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the mitzvot Daf Daf Vav Today's Daf Today's Daf Is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Abraham Den Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Today's Daf Is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Mazal Bat Frida Shenefteret Bekitsur Yamim Today's daf is being studied in Finally, today's daf has been sponsored by our good friends from Aventura, Florida, the Baghdadi family, Roger and Raquel Baghdadi, in honor of the rabbi. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen. We begin today's daf on Kafhe. Amud Bet. And we start from, let's count this, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, about 14 lines from the bottom, starting from the Amar Abi Abba, Bar Zavda Amar Rav. Shushbinin are his friends, right, that are also involved in the Simcha, his company. And for that matter, all the members of the Hupa. Now when we say Hupa in this Gemara, it's really referring to Bet Hatanim. The custom was in the olden days that after the wedding, they would go to the Hatan's house and they would set up like a, um, a canopy special area for the Hatan, the Kalan. They would celebrate over there for one week. All the parties were done in the Bet Hatan. That was a special place where they celebrated. So it says, All the people that are at the Hupa, meaning at the Hatan's house, that are celebrating for the week, so they're exempt from sukkah all seven days. Why? Because they're involved in the uh, in the mishteh, in the simchat hatam mekalah. Obviously, we're talking about a hatam that got married before the holiday, because you can't get married on, on the, the holiday itself. So you got married right before sukkot, and then when he's having the shiva berachot week, let's say he's having the parties for the seven days, so they're exempt. Everybody goes to the hatam's house. So the Gemara says, "My tama, what's the reason? Mishum the ba'ul the mechde." Because they've got to be happy. And therefore the Simcha is uh, in the house. So to that, the Gemara says, V'lichlu b'sukkah, v'lichdu b'sukkah. The Gemara, what are you talking about? Let them eat in the sukkah. Meaning have the meals of the Hatan in the sukkah. Let them be happy in the sukkah. Which means, uh, why, why, why can't they do it in the sukkah? So the Gemara says, En Simcha ela b'chupah. This is not a, the real Simcha in the house. You can't have the Simcha in the Sukkah. The real Simcha in the Chupah, meaning in the Hatan's house. Either because uh, it's more comfortable over there, or the Hatan's, uh, uh, that's a, he's accustomed to it. And then what the real enjoyment is uh, in the Hatan's house. You can't do it in the Sukkah. So the Gebra says, V'lichlu b'sukkah, v'lichlu b'chupah. So the Gebra is fine. Let them have the meal of the hatan in the sukkah. And then after that, I go and revel the party, whatever it is in the in the house itself. So he was in simcha ilum kum seuda. Says no, the main simcha is the place where they're having the seuda. That's part of the simcha. So it can only be done in the house. So the gemara says v'li abedu hupa b'sukkah. So the gemara says fine, move the hupa to the sukkah. Which means, let them go into the sukkah, let them partition off a certain area to make like bit hatan in the sukkah itself, where the hatan can like can sit uh, privately, maybe put a little curtain in order to partition it off a little bit. So you have a little hupa uh, in the sukkah itself, and then you, you, you solve all the problems. The Gemara says, Abaye Amar Mishum Yehud. Because you have a problem of Yehud. What's the problem of Yehud? In the olden days, they used to build their sukkot on the roofs. Okay, and the rooftops was really a secluded area. Now, what are we worried about? 
uh, it's going to happen that uh, Hatan is uh, with his friends in the Kupan, they got the whole thing over there in the Sukkah, and all of a sudden it's possible that the Hatan is going to leave uh, for, uh, you know, for whatever reason it is, to go down for a minute or two, whatever it is, and now his wife is going to be left and secluded in that area with another man. And therefore, it's under the roof, it's a secluded area, and therefore you have a problem of Yehud, because a man and a lady, married lady, in this case, not allowed to be alone with another man. So therefore, Abayir was worried about doing it in the sukkah, you're going to have problems of Yehud. Because again, since it's in a, in a secluded area, the sukkah is like on a roof, so they're alone for a little bit, so therefore you're going to have a problem. So comes the Gibran says, Sar Hatan. The different reason. Sar Hatan, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's anguish to the Hatan. What's the anguish to the Hatan? That she says no. Shamakom Tsar Upahot. It's a very sukkah is a sukkah. It's a narrow place. Shainaila Shalosh Defanot. We're talking about a sukkah, minimum sukkah, like three walls. Ubosh the Sahikim Kadato. He, he's a hatan. He wants to be with his wife. Yeah. He's going to be in his wife in the sukkah. It's an open area. It's not. Uh, he's embarrassed in the house. He's able to be close to his uh, kala, but not in the, in the sukkah. So those are the two reasons. Either you have an issue of yehud, or you have an issue of uh, tzar. And we know the rule is that a mitzta'ir is patut in the sukkah. That's the rule we're going to be lent to the Mishnah. Somebody has anxiety or agony or pain, whatever it is, he's exempt from the sukkah. So comes the Gabbana and says, My benayu, what's the difference between the reasons? Ika benayu, the shkiri inche, the nafke ba'ale lehatam. Nafkamina is a case where you built a sukkah that has current traffic, where people are constantly going in and out of the sukkah. Leman, daman, mishum yehudeka. According to the opinion, it says that you promise Yehud, or not in this sukkah, since it's uh, you know, heavily uh, traveled uh, sukkah, people are going in and out. There's no Yehud, there's always, uh, there's going to be, uh, yeah, there's, there's always be people. We're not worried about the kala being alone with the secluded. Mm-hmm. However, but the sar hatan you're going to have. Of course, you can't even have the sar hatan. So you have a lot of people going in and out of sukkah. Sar hatan is uncomfortable. He wants to be alone with his wife a little in a more private uh, area. So therefore, you can have a, you can have an issue. So comes again and says, I'm going to be Abizira says, Ana akhle besukah Says, listen, I had the suda in the sukkah and the vehadeh uh, and I had the simcha uh, in the chupah. She says, I didn't follow what you're saying over here. You said do everything in the house. I didn't do that. I was bahmin on myself. I went and I had the suda in the sukkah, and then we went inside to the house. We had the simcha. They called shekin the hadeli bay. He says, you know what? Well, the more so I was, I was happy. Well, the more so I was bismha. Why? I was able to do two mitzvot. Which means I did the mitzvah of hatan, but also I sat in the sukkah. So therefore, Rabbi Zira, what he's saying is, I agree with you, Halakha. Which means you're right, really, you can do everything in the house. Because of uh, you know, the issues that uh, were raised. But I was mahmir on myself. I don't want to give up the uh, mitzvah sukkah. So therefore, I had the, uh, the mitzvah, I did it in the sukkah. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, uh, third line, uh, third wide line. Tarte, shte mitzvot, sukkah umitzvat nesuin. I did two mitzvot. I sat in the sukkah and I fulfilled the mitzvah of getting married. What should I say? Erev adegel. Okay, we talk about again the case where he got married. Erev adegel. He got married before the uh, holiday. Good. Okay, fine. Very good. That's the opinion of the Bizira. Now, there's an interesting point of the Tosafot over here. <coughs> the Tosafot just says that from here we see in Simcha ila bihupah, right? The Gemara said the Simcha is really in the Chupah. So from here he wants to bring a Halakha, even though he rejects it later on, but somebody shouldn't take this as a final proof that when uh, we're making the Berachot for the Hatan, during the Shiva Berachot, the custom is that after the Surah they make Berachot. So the Tosfot wants to say, for me, you see that you can only make these Berachot, like for example, Shah Simcha Verono, only in Bet Hatan. Because that's where the real Simcha is in the Hatan's house. But if you're making a Shiva Berachot, let's say outside the Hatan's house, somewhere else, that's not the main Simcha. And therefore, it would come out that if you're making a Shiva Berachot, let's say uh, today, not in the Hatan's house, which we, most of them are not done in the Hatan's house. So according to those opinions, you would not make the 
seven berakot, you just make, let's say, uh, one berakha, whatever it is. That's, uh, that, that, this is one of the sources where they want to say how many berakot you make outside uh, the Khatan's uh, house. Okay? That's the first thought. Okay, so comes the Gemara and continues. Comes the Gemara and says, Okay. Comes the Gemara and continues. Tanurabanan. Khatan. Vashush bin Nim. Hatan and the Shushbinin, Hatan and his friends, the whole uh, you know, party of the Hapa, Peturin, Minatifilla, Uminatifilin, the Hayavim, Bikiriat Shema. Amazing. So they patur from praying, the Filaz Amida, that she says, the Baya Kavana. You can't have Kavana, you can't have Kavana, they're too uh, engrossed in uh, their Subah. Uminatifilin. Why the example of tefillin? Mishum shichrut Because uh, you're drinking and there's lightheadedness. And then you can't wear the tefillin when you're drunk. Umin tefillin v'hayim b'kriyat shema. B'kriyat shema. I have to read. Why? That she says hayim b'kriyat shema. The mitzvah kavanata eno ela pasuk rishon. All you gotta have kavanat in shema is what? It's one pasuk. Shema Israel. For a little uh, pasuk, they can concentrate. Just to read the pasuk. Mishum Rabbi Shela. Amru in the name of Rabbi Shela. They said Hatan Patur v'Shushbenin v'Chol Bnei Chupa Hayavim. Now, what does this mean? Hatan Patur. Hatan Patur from what? So that she says, Mishun Bishamu Hatapu Mikriat Shema. So he's coming and saying, Atan, even this is after he got married. This is after, this is during the Shema Barakot, this is the week. He's Patur from Kiriat Shema, why you tarid? Vishar Benechopa Hayavim. But the rest of the Benechopa, I mean, Velet Nulatane, I'll sing with Sapatum and Amitzvah. Amazing. That she tells the big Hadush over here. These opinions over here do not subscribe to the opinion of Osik Mitzvah Patum and Amitzvah. Because if you held Osik Mitzvah Patum and Amitzvah, they're all sacred mitzvah now of So therefore seemingly they should be exempt from everything. These opinions don't hold like that. They hold really Osegba mitzvah. Osegba mitzvah. Hayab the What is the Tanakhama? We are exempting them from uh, tefillah. The reason why, let's say, the, uh, there would be patul from tefillah is not because they're Osegba mitzvah. That she didn't say that reason. That she said the patul from tefillah because they can't have kavanah. In the state that they're in, they can have kavana. They're not patur from tefillin because of sigmas of patum and amitzvah. They're patur because shikrut, because they're going to get uh, drunk. And therefore, when it comes to kiriyat shema, Atarik Kamal says, well, they can have kavana. Go read the kiriyat shema. And uh, the hadush of um, Rabbi Shela would be that the hadal is patur also because he can't even have kavana in the first pasuk. That's the way that she is learning. It has nothing to do with Oseg B'mitzvah, Patum and Amitzvah. Now I'd like to read you just a piece from the Ran, <coughs> the way he uh, learns Shittat Rashi. So he says like this, V'let li'ulahani taneh Oseg B'mitzvah, Patum and Amitzvah, V'ayte p'turim mina tefillah, O'mina tefillin, Mishum d'ra'e kavana, V'la b'ne kavana ninu, K'dekhativna, Zui Shittat Rashi Zal. That's the opinion of Rashi. It's Ran learning Rashi, like we said. We said in yesterday's Gemara, the mourner, we tell him, control yourself and settle your mind and get over it and uh, have Kavana. So all of a sudden it comes over here and you tell me that the guy can have Kavana, you're exempt. How do you learn like that? So the Gebrahaz I mean the Duran says, the Ifshad Namib Patu Bitfilah Bitfilin. So he wants to say, could be in the Khanami, the mourner, maybe he's Patu from Tefilah Tefilin, which is we said, he's Hayav and all the Mitzvot. Could be a Mitzvot that really don't need so much Kabbalah, but maybe really the mourner would be Patu from uh, these Mitzvot as well. But then he says, the ends of Behovardi. He says, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. Because we said he's only Patu from Tefilin on day one because of the Pasuk of Pe'er. But the, re- the rest of the days, he's hayavin tefillin. As much as the other mitzvot as well. So comes the Ran and says, Aval ifshali lithok v'lamar al-da'at rashi, denihid in osfira lithok Yeah, even though this Gemara is not going with that principle, osfira lithok v'lamar al-da'at rashi, denihid in osfira lithok v'lamar al-da'at rashi, denihid in osfira lithok v'lamar al-da'at rashi, 
It's not avilut. Avilut is totally reshut. It's voluntary, his anguish that he's having. His preoccupation is not a mitzvah. Here, the terda is connected to a mitzvah. I mean, it is hatam mikala. It is, uh, it is something. So therefore, since uh, it's a terda, the mitzvah, so therefore they will lenient to exempt if he, if he can't have kavana, which means, really, there's no all sickness over here. Really, we should tell the guy, Kevin, get your concentration and pray. But you know what? Tanan says, since the guy's having kavana for a mitzvah, I let him go. We're not gonna, we're not gonna be mahmid on him because it's, because uh, it's a little difficult. That's the shita of Rashi. Aval be'avel dirishuta gredau mahmidinan. Then he says veloni hira. The Ran himself does not accept shita Rashi in the sugya. The fichak nirei teite lahaytana osikbu mitzvah patum na mitzvah. He says, no, these rabbis are discussing the subject that Ostik was up to Mitzvah. Me who svira led the Bikiriyat Shema the Lekater Haklal, the Lom Mehsar Bemidi Misimadidu, the Shumachini de Hoshiro Bal Hatar Patur of Yukashwa the Tarid, the Habeira Hayav, which means this Gibbala saying really are Patur Mitzvot. Also, why is he saying Hayav Bikiriyat Shema? Because Kiriyat Shema, it's easy to do. Which means even if you are saying it was a Patur, it's not going to take away from your Simha. It's an item that you can fulfill simultaneously with your Sama'ah because it's very uh, easy. Therefore, there's no contradiction of saying, Oh, sick, what's up, but still saying it's Hayat in Kiryat Shema. So that's a very fundamental Mahloket Rishonime between Nashi and the Ran. How to learn this Mahloket between Tanakama and the Bishela. Nashi is saying it's got nothing to do with Osekh Mitzvah. They hold Osekh Mitzvah really Hayat. And still they have their exemptions for the reasons that we stated. However, the Rad says, no, they are holding really all segments up, but two mitzvah. But why do you have to be Kiryat Shema, Kotetanakama? Because it doesn't affect the mitzvah. You can still do the mitzvah of Simchat Atanakala. It's not Kiryat Shema, because it's a one pasuk item, and then you can have your Kavanah, therefore it's not a contradiction. Correct, the Tiffany Day War, etc. But then you're exempt because it's hard to stop drinking, etc. Like uh, she said, or, or Sigmund's a patum in a mitzvah, like the Dran saying, the bottom line, the patum, because it's too hard to have kavana and some is to do the, uh, the other mitzvah as well. Okay. Correct, this is the mitzvah was done. Correct, this is about the seven days of Sumha, which is a mitzvah. Comes the. Even, even against the mitzvah, the right of uh, Yashima. Oh, so from here, someone will bring a proof over that you see that Osegnu mitzvah, even a midrabanan, would exempt you from a Doraita. It's very good proof. Because someone says this whole thing of Sumat Atamikaz mitzvah drabanan. So therefore, you're right. It's like we said yesterday, what is that learned? It doesn't matter the level of the mitzvah. But you're sick now. The rabbi told you to do what you're doing, you're involved in the mitzvah. Comes the Gemaran says, Tanya, we have a Braita. Amar of Hananya bin Akabya. Okay, Sofrim, guys that write scribes. Tzifret Torah, Tefillin, Mezuzot, and them themselves. That's the, uh, the sellers, the merchants. The merchants sell to merchants, and they sell it like to the, the retailers. Like all the, the people that are involved in the chain of sale of these items. Anybody that's involved in the Lechet Shamayim, what is that coming to include? That we are Mochre those people that are selling the blue string for the seat, peturim mikriyat shema umen atefila umen atefilin umikol mitzvot amurot b'torah. They're exempt from all the mitzvot in the Torah. Why? Because they're also mitzvah. Now, the Rishonim do point out that when we say the peturim, so he writes over here the the uh, Ben Yonah says over here the Efshal Omar. Which they want to say that maybe they're only exempt from Kiryat Shema, let's say, or the Mitzvah of Tifidin, I should say, to wear it the whole day. But when they read Kiryat Shema in the morning, so they're gonna have to put on the tefillin because you have to wait tefillin when you read the kiriyat shema. This tefillin they're discussing of is the tefillin of the of the whole day because then they're writing and all that. They can have the the kavanah so they're they're exempt. Now the mefarshim do point out also, huh? They're exempt from shema. No, no, they're not exempt. That's what he's saying. He said they're not in the morning before they start their uh, writing and stuff like that. When they do the kiriyat shema, they gotta put on the tefillin for the rest of the day. They'll be exempt. Now. 
Nekayim Devrei Rabbi Yosegeli To fulfill Rabbi Yosegeli's rule Shayar Rabbi Yosegeli Omer Al-Seg B'Mitzvah Batum and Amitzvah So that's clear This whole sequence is Batum and Amitzvah Now the Mephashim do point out That this is only talking about When they're doing it L'Shem Shamayim Which means If the guy's doing it for the money To make money It's not already Al-Seg L'Shem Shamayim anymore If you're not Al-Seg B'Mitzvah and you're sick in business. Take the hand, take the take the hand. This is their merchandise. Hey, you're merchandising stuff. That's not a mitzvah already. You have to be doing it the Shem Shamayim to be exempt from the mitzvot. Now, the Gemara gives another case. Okay, guys that are traveling, businessmen. They're traveling by day, you know, on the road. Bayom during the day. So during the day they're exempt from sukkah. The hayavim balayla. But at night, when they uh, settle into the town, they're going to have this in the sukkah. Guys that travel by night on business, puturim in the sukkah balayla. The hayavim bayom. If they travel by day and by night, puturim in the sukkah bim bayom. Now, what's the logic over here? The logic over here is, as she says, you got to sit in the sukkah. The sukkah's dwelling is similar to the dwelling in a person's house. Which means, a person leaves his house during the year to travel. You don't sleep in the house, you travel, you, you go on the road. So therefore, your sukkah is no different. You can leave the sukkah in order to travel. So when you're traveling, you don't have to sit in the sukkah because you're on the uh, road, which is, as you're traveling by day and you stop uh, off to eat something or uh, to, to rest or whatever it is, you're traveling, you're, you're, you're exempt. Uh, at night already, now you're checking into the town, you're not traveling anymore. The Gemara is telling you, you should uh, make an effort to go find the sukkah and go sit in the sukkah. But the point that, it means you have to make an effort to find the sukkah. If there's no sukkah available, then uh, you're patur uh, as well. But you have to make an effort to go try to find a sukkah. But in the day, you don't even have to make an effort. Why are you traveling? This is the normal way of a person living all year round. Well, this guy stays out 24 hours a day? No, he goes, he goes to work. He goes to work, he's on the road, so he's exempt. Now, when a person is going on a mitzvah mission, then already peturim bim bayom or bim doesn't matter. You patu the whole way through. Why? So, because you're sick by mitzvah, patu by mitzvah. Now, we learned yesterday, according to Sabri Shonim, even by night, when you're not traveling anymore, since by sleeping in a sukkah, it might slow you down the next day. Either because you're not going to get the right sleep, or because it's going to take your time till you get the sukkah, and it's going to so whatever, set it up. So, therefore, the hadush is by a mitzvah, even when you're not traveling. They're telling you, you because it can impact the mitzvah in, uh, in some way. That's why the Tosafot learned on the last daf. The story of the rabbis. They used to go of the Shabbat of the Regal. Shabbat of the Regal of the holiday. The rabbis used to give a big derasha. And all the hakamim as well as the people used to come to hear the derasha. So when they used to come to the Shabbat of the Regal, the Beresh Gilutat, the house of the uh, Exolach, Havu Ganu Arrekta de Surah. They used to sleep at the riverbank. Yeah. They didn't sleep in the sukkah. It was the sukkot. Amre Anan Shiluhe Mitzvah Anan Ufturin. Where is Shiluhe Mitzvah? We're going to learn Torah. And therefore, since we're on a mitzvah mission over here, we don't have to sleep in the sukkah. Therefore, at night, Right, when they're not traveling, they would sleep on the riverbank to show that they, they consider Shiluchai Mitzvah. So you see that the uh, Gemara's rule is supported by the story of the rabbis. That she says, Shiluchai Mitzvah, Anan Shebao de Shmoa de Rasha, and to greet the Exarekta Asifat Hanahar. Right, look at Rashi. Holchin Nidvar Mitzvah between Bayom Balad. Look at Rashi, he says another Sivarah here. Afapish en Holchin Ela Bayom. That she says a little differently. That she says they're preoccupied even at night when they're not doing the mitzvah. What are they thinking about? The mitzvah. The mitzvah. Tomorrow we got to go, we got to continue, we got to accomplish this. So therefore, the tirda of the mitzvah by night when they're not traveling still exempts them from the sukkah. Shomrei would be like the city watchman, the patrol. They walk around the city to make sure that everything is uh, safe. Bayom peturim minasukah. Okay, shomrei ha'il bayom. If they're considered day watchmen, peturim minasukah bayom. So they're exempt during the day. But at night, they have to sit in the sukkah. Shomrei ha'il balayla. If they're night watchmen, peturim minasukah balayla. Da'ivim bayom. 
שומרי העיר בין ביום ובין בלילה, פטורים מן הסוכה בין ביום ובין בלילה. And the logic is because that's the normal way of watching, they patrol, they go from place to place, from area to area, and therefore it's not normal for them to start putting a סוכה, you know, in all these places, that she says, no, that she doesn't say on this, but the point is it's not... It's like a business trip. When the guy leaves his house, that's his work. He's going around the, to the areas. However, a guy that's a watchman, he's a watchman for gardens or is uh, orchards. Why? Why? He's exempt, whether he's a day watchman or night watchman, you're exempt always when he's watching from the field. Why? Let him build a sukkah in the field and let him sit in the sukkah. What is he doing? He's not, he's not, he's not roaming. Therefore, he build a sukkah in the stationary place and the sukkah watch the uh, field. Abiyah says, no, when it says Tishvu in the sukkah, it's got to be like your house. Good. So build, build like your house in the field. And she says, no. Why? a breach calls the thief which means you're going to be sitting in the sukkah now right now you're watching the field now what, what, what could you watch you can only watch what's in front of you because you're in the hut right. so what's the ganav going to say it's so beautiful this guy's vulnerable he'll go from behind and steal everything so you're going to put this guy in a sukkah you're calling the ganavim to come and steal therefore you don't have to sit in the sukkah if it's going to cause you have said so therefore the Achamim uh, exempted him. Either because it's Mestair. The guy sitting in such a sukkah, he's Mestair over here. Well, the guy, 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 guy's losing all his uh, field over here. This is uh, uh, not Hayab. Uh, 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 so comes the Gemara and says, what's the difference? My Benayu. Meaning, what's the difference if it's Teshvukeh in Taduru or Pertzak or Ganav? So Ika Benayu, they come in Tar, Karyad Pere. Let's say he's just watching a pot of fruit in front of him. That's all you have. If, if it's in front of you, so if you're all like this, you're still exempt. It's not a sukkah. You know, you don't have your beds there. You don't have your uh, your refurnishings there. But if you open it, there's no You're only watching something that's in front of you, a pile of uh, a pot of uh, fruit. So therefore, you'd be hayav in that uh, case. That's enough kamina between the uh, two shitot. Comes the. We know to the Mishnah that a sick person and their attendants are exempt from Sukkah. We have a Amru, <coughs> When we said the sick person is exempt, which means he doesn't have to be uh, in mortal danger. Even if he's not in danger, he's exempt. Even if he just has like a little uh, eye ache, or he has, let's say, a headache. One time I had like a, an eye ache in Caesarea. And it was the great Hakam. Berebi is a title. Berebi means he was the great Hakam, the chief rabbi they would call Berebi. She says, Yosef the sharp scholar. In his generation, that's what Yosef Halafta. And anyway, he said he allowed me. And I was able to see that my attendance holds the sukkah outside of the sukkah. Now let's analyze for a moment the logic of why Yehuda is patur. Because again, the sukkah is like your house. Now, if the person was in his house and he was sick 
and there was somewhere else for him to go to be more alleviated from his sickness, he'd go. And therefore, the same thing. Your sukkah is no different. It's just in the sukkah. There's a better place for him to go that'll have more uh, comfort. So that he could also leave. It's just like you would leave your house when a person was sick to go to another place where it's more comfortable. So the sukkah is the same thing. You leave your sukkah to go to another place. It's act like a house. And the meshemeshim as well. Now the meshemeshim we could learn it is because they're all sick with mitzvah. And we have a rule of sick mitzvah, but the one that was there involved in the Quran, now they take care of the sick guy. So therefore, their, their exemption is what? Oh, sick mitzvah, but the one that was there. And then they're allowed to go and serve the um, the the Quran. Comes the Quran and says, but the Hadush of the Quran is, does have to be mortal danger? Even if it's a minor headache or something like that, your Quran, you can go out. Rav, Sharal Rav Ha Bardela, Le Mikhna, Bechilta Besuka, Mishum Baki. Rav Rav allowed Rav Habardela to sleep in a under uh, in her canopy bed in the sukkah because of the flies, because of the insects. There was mosquitoes. Now uh, we learned earlier that really sleeping in a canopy bed that's ten tefachim high and has a roof. It's it's a separate domain. Therefore, you're not you'd say a sukkah. So what he's really telling him is you're patuv in the sukkah. So the rishonim is if you patuv in the sukkah, go sleep in the house. What are you letting him sleep in there? So if you remember, we learned some shittot that said that since the kilas and oil arai. And the and the sukkah is oil keva. That the oil keva, the sukkah which is oil keva, does not mevatei the oil arai. But there's some she taught that say you're okay. So he told, listen, we don't hold like that she taught. But you know what? Since there are some she taught, they say in the academy bed you're still sitting in the sukkah. You get the best of both worlds. You cover yourself from the bugs, and maybe according to one opinion, you fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. That's why he told specifically to sleep in the academy bed in the sukkah. So comes the Gemara and says. Okay. Now I want to point out uh, that uh, um, okay. The next point. to sleep outside of the sukkah. to sleep bar outside from the sukkah. Because of the smell of the white sand, which means it seems that the earth of the sukkah had a smell. Mm-hmm. And therefore he told me, you know what, you can sleep uh, outside the sukkah. Now the Mephashim point out, what do you mean, if the, if the, if the sukkah had a smell to it, it's, it's not kasheh to start off with. This is a dira This is a sirhan. This is a dira It's not a resident. So the Mephashim explained, no, no. Really, it didn't have such a repugnant smell. But to the rabbi... He had a sensitive uh, smell to him, it bothered. So therefore, Abbas, okay, for you it bothered. For normal people, let's say, this would be a fine sukkah, not a problem. But since there was a smell coming out of it, he, he couldn't stand it. So the rabbi told him he could sleep outside the sukkah. So the Rosh points out, Davka to sleep. How come not to eat? Because since sleeping is a long time, so he wouldn't be able to, to withstand it. But eating, eating, you know, he could eat fast. So therefore, that smell was not going to bother him so much for the eating. So therefore, he only allowed him to sleep. So that's what the Gibran says in the Mignah. Huh? It doesn't matter, any night, including the first night. Comes the Gibran says, same thing. Rava le Rava follows his reasoning. He's a mistake. The guy, guy goes in the sukkah with his uh, stench. So therefore, he let him uh, go into the uh, into the house. Comes the Gemara and says, "What are you talking about? We learned in the Mishnah, Cholin v'shemeshem p'tim la'sukkah. A sick man and his attendants are indeed patur from the sukkah. Cholin mistaer lo." It's for only a chole. You gotta be sick to be exempt. But if a guy is just mistaer, you know, he has a, yeah, that's, that's a headache. That's, that's chole. But if a guy is just a mistaer, yeah, he's uh, uncomfortable. He's not sick. It's mashma from the mishnah. You're not patur. So how could you tell me this new item, mistaer patur? Where'd you get that item from? The mishnah says chole. So the Gebra says, Amri. Chole, hu umshamesha peturim. Mistaer, hu patur umshamesha avlo. There's a difference. Not only is he exempt, but also his Servants. attendants are exempt. When it comes to Mr. no, Mr. only, he's exempt, but not his attendants. Now the question is, what's the um, what's the haluk? What is the what is the difference? So the uh, Mefarshim say like this. Mefarshim say like this. 
in explaining the logic. Why one is patur and one is not when it comes to the attendance. The attendance of the hole are considered oskeh mitzvah like we learned. And therefore, osek be mitzvah, patur mena mitzvah. But the mishamshim of a mitzta'ir, there's no mitzvah of a stressful person. And therefore, you don't have the exemption of osek be mitzvah, patur mena mitzvah. So therefore, uh, they're not exempt. So that's the, uh, that's the reason. Now, furthermore, there could be another understanding to this. We go according to the normal way of living, which means a normal guy who's sick, he leaves his house, and who goes with him? Attendants. You don't leave a sick guy here alone. But a guy that's mitzta'ir, he leaves, let's say, wherever he is. But he doesn't take uh, attendance with him. And therefore, you see over here, it's like you live in your house. And therefore, since normally the mitzvah doesn't have attendance with him, so therefore the attendants are not going to be exempt. So there's a difference between a chole and a mitzvah. Chole, hu umshamesha peturim, mitzvah, hu patur, umshamesha. Hayavim, because the Gabbana now discusses eating outside the skalkli, makhlat aray, khosha sukkah, you're allowed to eat. Akhilat aray, like we'll call it a snack, outside the sukkah. So he goes, Vekam Akhilat Aray. How much is a snack? What is this sheet? Or Ama Rav Yosef Tarte Otlat Be'e. Gemara says two or three eggs. Now that she does not have the word eggs, but she just says Tarte Otlat, Shtayim or Shalosh Pa'amim Yitin the Tukpif. Meaning two or three mouthfuls. It doesn't give you the shiur, but that's the shiur he gives you. Meaning two or three mouthfuls. Good to spot. Tarte Otlat, Pinish Pekuntra, Shtayim or Shalosh Pa'amim Yitin the Tukpif. Morsel, Belaz. Meaning two, uh, two or three morsels of food that he puts in his mouth. Now, the yesh farim shikatu bem tati tat be'e. Some of the grisa eggs. Ba'akol ehad. It's all, it's all the same shi'ur. Gabe lemat et yuftad rabi yosef. Ba'be de shi'ur betam beri'ah kabeza. Which means the shi'ur of, uh, of the person's uh, throat is a kabeza. So he's really saying two or three beza. Which is a nice shi'ur. Now, I want to point out that Tosfot says this also. Um, that the discussion of it is davka bepat. The discussion of his bread. We're not talking about fruit. Fruit, no matter how much you eat of fruit, there's never keva. There's never a, 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 a permanent eating of fruit. The discussion is how much bread is considered snacking that you'll be able to eat outside the sukkah. So the first rabbi is telling you, even two or three betzim is considered a snack. Which means many times that amount that you're saying is enough. I mean, he gets uh, satiated on that amount. And that's not a snack. That's going to be a permanent meal. I can just say two or three mouthfuls. That's a lot. The amount that a student eats before the shi'ud, before he comes to the shi'ud. In the olden days, the students, before they go to shi'ud, they would eat something because they don't know how long the shi'ud is going to last. So they would grab a quick uh, snack. And she says, as that's shown, is baboket. He doesn't know how long the shoe is going to last. He just puts a mouthful, which is really a kabeza. He eats a kabeza, he takes a drink, and he goes to the shi'ur. Clearly, you're allowed to eat achilat alai, right outside the sukkah. So according to Abaye, we learn the shoe is a kabeza. Up to a kabeza, you can eat outside the sukkah. But sleeping, even temporary napping, you cannot be outside the sukkah. My tama, Amar of Ashik Gizra Shemahiradim. Gizra, you might fall asleep, and you may be Shirat Keva. The guy can't uh, control his sleep. So therefore, he falls asleep, you're having to go for five minutes. Five minutes turns out to be five hours. So therefore, he says you can't control it, so therefore, you can't do it. Amar of Ela Hadetanya, but what do you mean? We learned in the Brayta. Yashin Adam Shirat Arabit Filin. A person is allowed to sleep with his tefillin, a temporary sleep. But not a permanent sleep. So the Gebra says, So he said about tefillin, that from his nap it's going to turn into a permanent sleep. No, it's talking about by the tefillin, where you have a shomer. Which means you tell the guy, listen, I'm putting my head down for five minutes. Stand and uh, wake me up after five minutes. Your guarantor needs a guarantee. Which, who's watching him? Which means, how do you trust that guy? That guy might fall asleep on you. Therefore, therefore you can't trust the guy to tell you, uh, you know, wake me up. Who's going to wake him up when he falls asleep? 
You know what the case of Tefillin is? Why we're not worried he might sleep for a long time? The guy's sleeping in an awkward position. He has his head between his legs. So therefore, since he's sleeping in such a awkward position, so therefore, it's like exactly, it's cramped position. So therefore, we're not worried that he might end up sleeping longer. So that's, that's the reason. So therefore, there's a difference between Sukkah and Tefillin. 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 The position is going to cause him not to sleep more. But Sukkah guy's lying on a bed. Therefore, we say he can't even sleep. She not uh, arai. Ravama, Rava says no, no, no. That's not the logic. He gives a new logic. En keba lishina. There's no, uh, there's no shiur of keva for sleeping, which means any amount is significant. Which is when it comes to eating, there's, there's a concept of a snack and a, meal. and a permanent meal. It just uh, to hold you over, and then this is a meal. But by sleeping, even a five-minute sleep, there's value. It refreshes a person. And therefore, yeah, that's Keva, right? There's no such thing as, every sleep is considered uh, valuable. And therefore, you have a, uh, you have an issue. So, oh, so you tell me, if there's no uh, thing, so what's the subject of uh, Tefillin? So really, by Tefillin, you're allowed to sleep on the, with the Tefillin. So why do the rabbis say you cannot sleep, she not Keva? And she says, Shema Yafiyah. Because we're worried during the time of his sleeping, he might pass gas, he gets like a water with tefillin. But in the Shirat Arai, we're not worried about him uh, passing gas. And therefore, the Akamim said, it's okay, Shirat Arai, but Shirat Keva is going to be as soon. That's the way that she understands. Good. So Kavzi Gameran says, Tani Ada. We have, acting as we call us three brightot. The first brightot says like this, Yashin Adam Betfidin Shirat Arai, Right, the first Brayta uh, says with tefillin, a person can sleep a temporary sleep, but not a permanent sleep. And one Brayta says you can see both temporary and permanent. The third Brayta says lo keva velo aray, not keva, not aray. So how do you explain this three Brayta like Ashia? How did I keep the ubiyade? One Brayta is talking about when you're holding the tefillin in your hands, then you cannot sleep at all. Why, as she says, Shimmy Yiplumi Yado. Tiffany might fall out of him. The guy falls asleep with holding his Tiffany in his hand. What's going to happen? Drop it. Therefore, don't sleep at all with Tiffany in your hand. If he's wearing it, then we say Shinat Arai is okay. But not Shinat Keva because of Shimmy Yafiyah. But if you took off your Tiffany Shalosh and you covered them with a Sudar, with a cover uh, next to your uh, place where you're sleeping, then you can even go Shinat. Keva, there is no problem. So therefore, there's three levels. And she says, in the Han Etzim Rashotav, Ben Keva Ben Arai, they learned that Torah Malakash Shalim. The Torah was not given to angels. What you mean? The guy's got guy's to sleep. What do you tell the guy? That the kid cannot sleep as long as his tefillin are next to him? Because you're worried something's going to happen? No, why don't you take them over and you cover them next to him? We're not worried that's going to be Mibuzeh. Uh, because so what are you going to do? The guy, you have to give the guy a chance to, uh, to sleep. Now the Gibbara asks. Where's the Shemir Fiyah? He's not wearing it. He's not wearing it. So the, the, As she says, It's next to Isaac. The Quran Rambam has a different understanding. Rambam is master that you cover them when they're on your head. And just they cover it so we're not worried about Shemir Fiyah because it's covered. It's not uh, so women who's it. The Kama Shinat Alai. Okay, now we have the famous question. How much is considered Shinat Alai? Now that's not going to affect us by Sukkah. Because Sukkah, even Shinat Alai, Shinat Alai is, uh, is, uh, is Asur. Okay? But the question is, by Tefillin, how, how much is Shinat Arai? So the Gemara says, Tani Rami Bari Haskel, Kedeh Hiluch Me'ama. The amount of time it walks, it takes to walk uh, 100 uh, Amma. Tani Rami Achim, I'd like to support this, Hashem B'Tefillin, Veroeh Keri. A guy was, let's say, sleeping with the Tefillin, then he had a seminal discharge. And she says, Sadiq Neslekam Meroshok Ba'odah Keri Alam. Now, he's a Ba'al Keri. Yes, they didn't feel no position because you cannot wear a tefillin when they're scary on you. So therefore, what's the deen? How are you going to take off your tefillin? They don't want you to touch the box itself. The box is Kodesh. The box has the name of Hashem on it, the sheen on it, or the tefillin themselves, the shemot in, in, in the tefillin themselves. So how do you take off the, the tefillin? So the Gemara says, Ochez b'ritzu'ah. Take it off by the straps. Ve'eno ochez b'ketzitza. But you don't hold the box itself. Okay? تبرير 
Now, first of all, I have to understand what this Mahlokit is. What are the Hakamim coming to say over here? It says, Vachamim Omrim. What? Are they, agree- are they agreeing with the Balkani rule that we just said? Where are they coming to argue? So the, uh, the Ritbah explains like this. I mean, the Fashim explains like this. Yeah, it's the Ritbah. Vadai Peligi. Which means really they're going to hold that what Baal Kedi is Which means could be the first opinion over here which was Rabbi Yaakov he came along and said, Hayashen bitfilin, meaning as much you can sleep in your tefillin on. Even shinat keva. He just said, if you're so kiri and you woke up, you have to, yeah, you have a problem. Hakim said, no, 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 no. Keva, you can't sleep with your tefillin on. We're hoshesh, and that's uh, going to happen. Afaqa, or kiri, and stuff like that. Therefore, we only allow you shinat aray. So the mahalog, the hachamim, and the Rabbi Yaakov is, can you sleep shinat keva with tefillin? You can't sleep. But if yeah, something happened here, then you gotta deal with it. But I can say, no, 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 we don't put you don't put yourself in a position. Of course, yeah, it could could be that yeah, it could be a hold you can wear to feed in uh, with Kiva. The issue is we don't want to teach that Kiva unless yeah. you come to Afaha or even uh, uh yeah, say Afaha if you're saying the Kiddi is Mutan, hundred percent. That, that, that's my argument of how the rabbis when it comes to the Kiddi. He says, Me you if sad the Mudra Brand Kiri Mutan and the after feeding. Could be they'll say that it's mutar to wear the to wear that, 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 There's two ways of learning that when it comes to keva. Bottom line, the rabbis are arguing to be akov and then keva. Okay, that's the main uh, machlokah over here. How would be worse than kidding? Huh? How would be worse than this according to Amarav? Asud adam A person during the day cannot sleep more than the sleep of a horse. horse. How much is a horse uh, sleep? Shitin nishme, sixty breaths. Now why? Because they tell you a person shouldn't sleep too much during the day. Why? That she says a hadush. That she says bayom thiradam yipne bitul Torah. Bitul Torah. You got to learn. What are we doing? Sleeping during the day now? They're sleeping during the night. Go, they're doing by by. They got to learn. So it's about looking amongst that ishonim exactly the harunim. How much shitin nishme is? It goes anywhere from three and a half minutes all the way to three hours. And there's one shita in the middle that says a half hour. Okay, so there's a different uh, different shitot. Amar abaye shante demor. Abayya said the sleep of Mor, that was Rabab al-Nahmani, Kedraf. He used to sleep during the day like Rav did. Udraf, Kedrabi. And Rav used to sleep the amount that Rabi did. Udrabi, Kedravid. Rabi slept like his ancestor, David al-Milch. Udravid, Kedravid, And David slept during the day, the Shiva of A, Sus. And the horse, that's already 60 breaths. That's the opinions that we said. Now, Abaye Havanaim, Abaye used to sleep during the day that she says, The amount of time it takes to enter from Pupedita, travel to one city to Bekube. Now, which is a very long time. And she says, Shita Parse, six Parsaot. Uh, six parsaot is uh, like uh, six times seventy-two minutes, which is uh, four or five hours. Okay, so he slept a long time. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef would say on him, Ad matai aser tishkav. Until when is the lazy person going to sleep? Matai taku mishenatecha. Hey, when are you going to wake up? When are you sleeping so uh, so long for? Let me point out that there are some mefarshim that uh, say there's a ta'ud sofer in Nashi over here and they want to say that's not shita per se but it's a, uh, a sixth of a parsa. that's the amount that uh, Abayya slept sixth of a parsa would be 12 minutes which is a very small amount of time and they want to say could be that was about they slept at night which means could be slept more than 12 minutes but in one shot he slept at 12 minutes and to that they told him which is a whole different uh, whole different piece it is said that the um, Arizal also would sleep uh, 2 or 3 hours but he would, only, he would sleep them in the intervals of Shekid Nishmer not the straight the Gambavilna as well would not sleep more than a half hour at a time and he would only sleep 2 hours a night and that would be oh, 2 hours in a 24 hour period and they once told him that the uh, rabbis gave it him as Yashanti Az that you're supposed to sleep as. As is 
eight. Alif Zayin. Shati Az. And here you're only, uh, you know, you're sleeping uh, much less. So uh, the Gaum of Vilna said, Yashanti Az, we have to read the end of the Pasuk. The end of the Pasuk says, Yanuah Li. Yanuah Li. Which means, Li is how much? Forty. So the Gaum of Vilna said, when are you supposed to sleep eight hours? Eight hours in two days. Which means in 48 hours you sleep eight. Yanuahli. What do you mean in 40? Everybody slept, let's say, four hours uh, minimum, uh, two hours maybe in the day, two hours in the in the night. In any event, you see over here from the Gemara that it does not uh, support a massive sleeping during the day. The does say that Tamidi who learn all we can uh, cheat a little on Shabbat and sleep a little more during the day because they're learning during the week. But businessmen that are working during the week on Shabbat, they must spend their uh, free time really. Uh, learning and spending the time uh, elevating themselves. We continue. A guy is going to sleep uh, during the day. He wants to take off his tefillin, he can take off his tefillin. If he wants to keep them on, he can keep them on. Uh, Rashi says, uh, how can he keep them on? Rashi says, There's two issues over here. Number one, in Asif Mishinat Keba, Shinat Arai. We said Shinat Arai is Mutar. Now, even if you're sleeping in Shinat Arai, you cannot be with your wife when you're wearing your tefillin. Well, it's not the normal way to be with his wife during the daytime, so therefore, no problem, you go to sleep. Balayla Cholitz. But at night, you have to take off your tefillin, Ve'eru Maniyah. Uh, That's the opinion of Rabinatan. They always take off the tefillin. Ben Bayom, Ben Balayla, because they're accustomed to Tumara. She says, What's the Tumara? Because the young boys have Herurim, they have bad thoughts, and therefore they have uh, Keri. And therefore the Gemara is saying that you cannot have the tefillin on with this situation, that we have to take it off. Then whose opinion is that? Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, Balkari, Asudan, you have tefillin. Are we going to say that Rabbi Yosef subscribes to the opinion that says that Balkari cannot wear tefillin? That's why he's making the Bahurim. Whenever they go to sleep, tell them to take it off. Now that's not the issue. Really, the Bible can hold the Ba'akiri can with tefillin. So why is he making the Ba'akiri take off the tefillin? Because we're talking about Ba'akiri that are with their wives. They're why they might forget that they were in the tefillin. And they might end up, even in the day, they might end up going with their wives. And then for the Zuzun, everybody agrees you cannot have Tashmish with your tefillin on. Even if you can be a Ba'akiri, but if Tashmish is B'zayon, Firi Tefillin. So she says, Ba'avadai Asu, the Ba'azotan, Rok Ba'ahem, Kalut Rosh, Tanul Baran. Shachach, Veshemesh, Mitatom, Betfilin. I now the guy that's made a mistake. He forgot, he had Tashmish Amitah with his Tefillin on. Eno Ochez, Lo Bersu'a, Velo Bekitzitzah. Now you gotta take him off. He did not take his Tefillin, not by holding the Tzu'a. He can't even touch the until he washes his hands why? because his hands are dirty now after the Tashmishan so therefore his hands are not dirty he cannot touch the Tefillin therefore he has to clean his hands for for the benefit of our listeners to Masechet Sukkah we are referring to several books uh, when we refer to illustrations and pictures one of them is Hamaor Hamivuar that is uh, the picture book on Masek Sukkah and also a new book called Hahod Vehahadar so we will refer to it on the uh, tapes and in the audio we will refer to both of those books and as well Perush Hai on Masek Sukkah